Stuck in them 20 somethings. Stuck in them 20 somethings. Good luck on them 20 somethings. Good luck on them 20 somethings. God bless these 20 somethings. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 20 something podcast. I am your co host, Mello. Thank you. And Lee. And we're today we're just gonna be we're gonna switch things up a little bit and we're just going to um check in with you guys and just kinda give you guys an idea of where we are, where we've been, and how we've been getting. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So does anybody wanna share? Um checking in. Well, it's nice today. Yeah, today is a nice day. Uh, yeah, the sun's just not out, and I knew you were gonna say that. The sun not, is out, not barely. It's supposed barely. to be cloudy, but it's gonna be fifty-six. I think. Let me look at the weather. Just yeah, sure. somebody just told me it was gonna be sixty degree. Well, I don't want to put off false info. Um, it's supposed to rain tomorrow though. But yeah, what else? Okay, what else can we check in about? Okay, well, let me just start. So the whole uh-huh. purpose when I presented this to the hosties, um, we originally had already um planned. A specific topic but I wanted to kind of allow us I was thinking that we can just be a little vulnerable with our audience because mm-hmm. things have been going on you know outside of the scenes and just even with the podcast just like our expectations when we first started and just how we've been navigating now you, now that it's actually happening so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of um you know, allow us to be, I wanted us to be just real with you guys and kind of just put ourselves out there a little bit, but not too much. Just to give y'all that sense of relatability and just understanding, because we are human, we're not perfect, and things are happening, life is happening. We're going through the human experience, and hopefully this will help someone. Hopefully. Absolutely. Resonates with somebody. Look, that's so we, we just trying to reach the people, honey. So, now with checking in, I've actually looked into it. I forgot. I think I got it off somebody on Instagram. But pretty much, and this is something I presented to Alicia and um, Saddam about, like, you know, these are people that I know. Can we just say yesterday? What? And when we got off the phone, I laughed a little bit because I'm like, I'm really Saddam backup because he was not home last night and she had me on the phone with her too. She got tired and went to bed. I'm, just like, I'm really Saddam right now. Like, but, but see, that's good. You need people like that that will step in in your life and show up. Exactly. Like, if he was home, girl, I would not be talking to her dad late on the phone. Girl, and that's, I was thinking that too. I'm like, I hope she don't catch on. <laughs> I, I call right on. No, but it's, I, I talk to you. You do, but not at those, those hours. Girl, because I be sleep. <laughs> and we would, like, around, we was really doing nothing. She was on the computer, and she had me on FaceTime, and I was watching, we was watching a video together. Mm-hmm. And she, it was funny, because I, I had to keep telling her to adjust me, because it was times where I couldn't really see the screen. <laughs> and I'm like, Lee, pick me up, because I can't <laughs> see. <laughs> like, I don't know, it was funny. We wasn't really doing it. But I do appreciate you showing up for me. No problem, girl, I'm right here. Listen, that's what they there for. See, and even with that, we're checking in. Like, I called her and I allowed myself to be vulnerable and just kind of tell her, like, hey, look, this is what's going on right now. I'm not happy. Help me to see it in a different light. Mm-hmm. And she did. That's good. She agreed with me. And then she kind of, you know, gave still you gave me. The real. Yeah, the real. That's I don't think good. I was wrong, though. But, yeah. No, I had to ask some more questions. 
to kind of get a better understanding. Yeah. But it was good, and I appreciated that. But with that, I got the revelation that I'm <laughs> codependent. Why did you get that revelation? Because I am. I can be very codependent. I have some really good people in my life, I mm-hmm. must say. And I don't have many, but the people that I do have, it's very solid. And I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I become, like, very codependent of these people because I'm so used to, for, I'm so used to them showing up for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that when things are happening, I they're like my go-tos. Mm-hmm. You know, and then sometimes they're not available, like... And again, with checking in. So, okay. This whole thing came from pretty much. Remember that argument me and you had the other day? Mm-hmm. And you were like, I feel like, you know, you've had all this, all these things bottled yeah. up. Because why did you just come out of nowhere? Yeah. So, I really did. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Mm-hmm. And this has been weird. Weird enough. We have been kind of combative with one another for like the past month. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's never been... Not saying it's bad, because it's not bad. It's actually, you need it. But it's never been like this. No. No. So does that mean we've been holding back from each no, other? No, I don't. I think we have. Maybe, but. But not in a bad way. Probably to, like, to stop. I don't want to hurt you, but mm-hmm. I don't want to say mean things. And it's not necessarily mean, but it's how I feel. I just think that, and this is to anybody that's out there, like, if, you know, Jemima and I have been best friends for 14 years. So, you know, we grew up with one another. And, you know, we are evolving and we both are changing. And I think we just are trying to still love each other. and through the change. Through the change. Mm -hmm. Because we were like, we we still are hip to hip, but our our thoughts were always the same. Mm -hmm. We always agree on the same things. And now it's just like. I don't see it that way no yeah, more. Yeah, I don't see it this way. She don't see it this way. And it's just like, well, girl, what? So. But even with that, I think that's like God challenges, cha- challenging us to be able to coexist because ultimately that's what we're here on this earth to do. It's Absolutely. like everybody's not always going to see it the same, but we still have to come to a common ground and be able to respect each other's point of view. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, I think we should start checking in with one another. Like, even though, because we talk to each other pretty much every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and FaceTime, <laughs> text messages. We be on, we be on text Having messages and Instagram at the same time. You know what? And I'm just like, why are we like we really will hold mad conversations with each other on different like platforms? You know what? I can't talk because I do the same thing with Korea. <laughs> She'll be sending me something more Instagram and texting me at the same time. Like, girl. But, but then we'll really have two different conversations. Yeah, yeah, completely like, that's different. Crazy. Like, but. With checking in, I said to her, I'm like, Alicia, you know, we're in different places in our lives, mm-hmm. and I have to be completely honest with you. Like, this is what I need from, you know, I have to be able to state what I need from you and, and just be conscious of where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. So, by us checking in, okay, so now she's articulating to me what she's going through or what she has going on despite mm-hmm. her norm, mm-hmm. like her regular day-to-day stuff that we usually talk about. Yeah. And then me expressing to her how I feel or what's going on with me or my experiences or whatever. And then us coming to a medium and a common ground on how to be able to help one another navigate. If we're even able, if we're, if we have the capacity to be able to help one another mm-hmm. and just, not so much my expectations because at first I thought it was like an expectation because she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. But then I I was doing some research and this one girl that I listened to on Instagram, she was she pretty much spoke on it. And she was saying like 
just because this person has a label in your life does not mean that that person is nobody's perfect so they're not always going to be able to show up in the way that you need them to show up so this is when your self-love kicks in Mm. and you have to ask yourself okay what is it that i'm asking or that i'm needing from this person that i need to be able to give myself Mm -hmm. so it's like this is when i realize like damn i'm really codependent I am, no, Karan, I, I know how you look at, mm-hmm. I am, like. What would you say, what like, would you I think just, she was? Only because, all right, so I don't, I don't, I think it's different for you because maybe you don't have, and not to say that people in your life don't give you what you need, but maybe it's because you only have selective people around you that everyone isn't able to provide what you might need in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I feel like I don't have, like, a shit ton of friends, but I have people that like I divulge with in spaces where like each person is able to give me a different thing Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like remember how I told you the other day like each friend I had my three my my three main girlfriends Mm -hmm. and each one gives me something very different I have very different relationships with each one so it's kind of like and I think that's amazing. Yeah. Remember, I was asking, like, how do you do that? Like, how are you able to be all of these things for all these different people? Yeah. But it's, but, so, well, basically to elaborate, like, my three main girlfriends are, like, um, I'm, like, my best friend. And she's, like, you know, my best friend. We've been through everything together. We've seen each other, like, highs and lows. Like, she knows me. So she knows, like, but she's the person that I call when I need it, like, Raw, unfiltered, but, like, I need logical. I know if I tell her, like, my craziest, most outlandish thing, like, if I call her and she's like, yeah, that makes sense, that's my green light. I'm good. I know, like, (laughs) all right, honey. Like, she said it's good. It's good. Right. Nobody tell me nothing Mm -hmm. different. So she's, like, your voice of reason. She's my definite voice of reason. Uh But do you always do? Because even with that, like, I'm so used to Alicia kind of always like, one of the arguments that we had recently, I hate to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I just don't no, want to no, forget. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. She says, I I was bossing her a little too hard. Mm-hmm. I was bullying her. Yeah, I am like, girl. <laughs> I felt like that literally, bully, though. No, I, maybe that I don't word think I was a, a bully. strong, but it just. You were just overly assertive. Overly, yeah. And I'm naturally an assertive person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I felt like. You put, like I was in a box with like Saddam and Julian. I'm just like, this is how she do Saddam and Julian. Like, you know, and I'm not saying like she's like this big bear, bad wolf with them because she's not. She's definitely soft with these people. Too, I just but. checked them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she said, I was, what did you call him? You said I've been digging into you lately. Yeah, but I, but yeah, but I think. It's but it's not me though. You're you want to really dig in. That's what I'm saying. I, that's what I was telling you. I'm like I think it's something that you're you're di- battling within yourself and you're lashing out on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know it was, and that's why I was. That's what, that leads me to another thing. You know, while I was sitting and reflecting, I realized that I'm like critical of my. I'm very critical of others because I'm extremely critical of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like that with that self love. Like, you know how you treat yourself is how you treat other people. Yeah. So it's like. I can t- I can be I know we're our biggest like critics but like I sometimes can be overcritical and it's just like Jemira be patient and I want to hurry up and get to this place and I'm not you don't want to do the dirty work I don't want to do the dirty work and yeah. I'm not allowing myself to really be present in mm-hmm. that moment I'm just trying to hurry up and get to this place and it's just like where pause. is this place anyway? Like, yeah. you know, what is the place? Like, yeah, eventually I want to get to a place where I don't allow people to control my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do want to get to a place where I am, you know, um, 
I have balance and I'm not like extra mm-hmm. about a thing. Like, yeah. you know, I want to be able to balance my life, but that's not the word I wanted to use. Not extra about a thing, but like overly. Where you allow it to move you. Yeah, like excessive. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's weird. Like, I'll become like obsessed with one thing. And it's mm-hmm. just like, life is still happening. You have to, you have to live. Like, yeah. you know, you have to allow yourself to be make mistakes. And even like one of my struggles as of lately has been my, um, my spirituality mm-hmm. and it's just like it's a it's a relationship relationship have highs they have lows you know absolutely we have disagreements we have um moments where you know we're 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 on the same page but ultimately it is a journey mm-hmm. and just allowing myself to be in that place and be open to for the walk because mm-hmm. i'm not always open to it in my head i am but mm-hmm. when it's actually happening i'm just out here in these streets yeah but that's okay so and i i don't want to say this and seem how do, like basically i i'm trying to ask like do you think because the relationships you have are so like They've been so for so long, and mm-hmm. they've been mm-hmm. such like your staple relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you think not having like other or like more relationships allows for you to kind of have a bigger bend, Correct. or even a bigger outlook on certain things? And I think that, and I just want to add, since okay, because I know we're gonna also talk about like our expectations, like mm-hmm. when we first started the podcast and everything. But honestly, through doing this podcast and actually getting to know you better, mm-hmm. I've I've been a, like I've been opening myself up to things that and I, I never... noticed that I told her that the other day I'm just like I was like you you open up to Quran you don't you don't realize it but you do because there are things that you share with me mm-hmm. that and you're just openly she's just like it's naturally she's just talking to you yeah knowing she, if this was somebody else girl I would give you nothing she <laughs> wouldn't she wouldn't do it and I was like do you realize that you're sharing some you but know, I don't but important it, things. But you made a point because you're like you'll give him. You won't go into too much detail, but you'll tell him just enough. Mm-hmm. Which to me, that's foreign. I've never foreign, foreign, yeah, yeah. <laughs> foreign, whatever. I've never really done that with anybody outside of family. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. and even family, I still pick and choose. I have my little, you know, my little people within yeah, the family. Like people. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, aside from my sisters. Yeah, but like, I don't really whatever. But anywho, but even. I've learned that you really can't be vulnerable with everybody. Mm. So I, I cherish those people that I can, that, you know, give me that space to be me. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. people have those friends where they're vulnerable with these friends. and But then they have these friends where they just go out and get drunk, but they don't tell these people anything personal. I yeah. used to, absolutely. I think sometimes you need that balance <laughs> because sometimes you just need surface friends. Right. Like you need friends that is like, I'm not really pouring into you. You're not really pouring into me more than just like, let's go out. Let's have fun. It's kind of like, like casually dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but that, y'all have an understanding. Like this is the, this is the dynamic of our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we can go out and eat and have a drink and like, you know, just chill. But like, we don't have to like get, I always kind of like asserted with like how 
this is kind of weird, but how Rachel Ray and like Oprah, like Rachel Ray's show, like she said before, like I didn't want to have a show where like people were on there crying or like pouring their heart yeah. out. Or, like, so like her show is very like surface. It's very like let's eat and like let's laugh and joke. <laughs> right. and, like, let's make, you know, crazy home decor. But like it's not like you ain't about to get on there and be crying. Right, you ain't about to yeah. get on there and be tearing up. You know, Oprah, Oprah, you know, she about to head up. Even though, you know, we not really. Girl, we ain't off Oprah. No, We ain't off See Oprah. You. But, and it's, like, that's the aspect. So I think that, like, to a certain extent, you need people that are kind of just. And that's what I mean by, like, your relationships are so stable and they're so profound and they're so, you know, they have so much longevity that maybe for you, the balance will come in with, like, having those surface relationships or just having a different, re a different movement of people come into your life you know sometimes i feel like that balance is kind of needed because it's like okay i'm able to take this away from you or i'm i'm able to take that away from me like i feel like my friends are all very different Mm -hmm. you know what i mean each one profoundly gives me something different and Mm -hmm. i have a different relationship with each one and each one we kind of like share in our experiences but in very different ways Mm -hmm. so i love that because it's like i have that like dreamer friend Mm -hmm. that i can talk to about like entrepreneurship and just ambition and where we want to be and mm-hmm. like we can go there you know what i mean and mm-hmm. we talk at night so mm-hmm. it's like she calls me at three o'clock in the morning i'm up you know we chopping it up till mm-hmm. five honey like that's us that's mm-hmm. our relationship mm-hmm. then i have my friend like that i can go out with and like we can go to the bar and like we chill you know we're both single we're both young mm-hmm. you know so it's like we that's when our catch-up time and that's when we you know figure out stuff and that's when we get stuff off our chest mm-hmm. and like you know, we have that relationship. Then I had my stable friend who's like, you know, she's a mom. So it's like, you know, she's able to, like I said, be my voice of reason. Mm-hmm. And then I have like, you know, my crazy, you know, friend who like, you know, we go to the bar, we have fun. We, you know, we do what we do. But it's just like he also provides like just a balance of clarity for me sometimes. Sometimes I'm able to look at him and like he teaches me things that he probably doesn't even know he teaches me. Mm-hmm. But it's just like. Through our walk, I had those experiences. So I think sometimes, and and I get, like, that being vulnerable is very hard because it's just, like, you know, you never want to be vulnerable and somebody take that for granted. And then, like, like being rejected and being vulnerable, too. Like, I hate that. And I've had those experiences. Yeah. But I think it's because I was allowing myself to be vulnerable with the wrong people. That's what I'm saying. I can't be vulnerable with everyone. But I don't think that it's even the wrong people. I think that it's just about, like... You were vulnerable because in that moment you felt the need to be vulnerable. That was your own spirit, your own intuition telling you to do this. I don't think it was wrong. It was just supposed to teach you something that maybe you didn't understand in that moment. Maybe you don't even understand it right now. Mm -hmm. But, like, eventually it'll come to play. Like, okay, this is why I allowed my... That's what I've learned for myself is, like, I, like, probably two years ago I probably didn't used to share, like, my story or, like, the things that I've been through with people. I thought it was, like... It was crazy. And then I think, you know, like, once we kind of started working together and, like, we started to really have those conversations and really open up, mm-hmm. like, it was my first time kind of really, like, telling, like, yes. you know, big things about myself or, like, really impactful things. And I, like, in that space, I realized, like, vulnerability is such strength. Mm-hmm. You know it what is. I mean? It is strength. And I think that's what allowed for me to start sharing with, like, people and really connecting with people, like, men, women. Like, I used to share those experiences because I used to realize like, wow, it's so, like once I tell my truth, this person can't use it against me because mm-hmm. it's like, this was my, my truth. truth. Right. Like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Yeah, mm-hmm. That I didn't like, already tell you. Yeah. Like, I, or that I didn't already cry about or right. get angry about or upset about or, you know, 
whatever about exactly and so i just and so i just uh and so i just uh <laughs> got to the place where i basically was like you know it's fine like i'm good with and you want to be able to um express yourself i think we grew up in a generation or era where being vulnerable was ugly <laughs> it was just like weak like, yeah you telling your families like you weak like and but but now it's like i don't want to hold back what i'm saying what if you're not he- what if you're not here tomorrow exactly what if, I can't, I, what if I can't tell you this tomorrow right so let me just say this who am i really protecting right Nobody. i'm not protecting myself yeah at least you kind of told me that the other day because remember when i was going on about like a certain person that I used to have this relationship with and I caught myself kind of like backsliding back into like things that we used to do but me and this person no longer have that relationship mm-hmm. and I was so angry at myself for oversharing because this was the dynamic of our relationship but through time and with age and just life yeah mm-hmm. like you know we're no longer in that same space so I was just so annoyed like Mm -hmm. why am i sharing why am i talking about this like i'm no longer there with this person alicia's like allow that's okay like you just have to relearn you have to reestablish a new foundation you're Mm -hmm. gonna you know this is how you're used to doing things with this person so it's going to take time for you to you know yeah create a new norm yeah she just want to cut she want to go cold turkey and it's like you can't do that i'm a cold turkey go where i don't understand you have to take it little by little you have to you know slice off little by little yeah yeah and that doesn't mean that the relationship isn't going to be good or Mm -hmm. even better than it was it's just not gonna navigate the same way that that it did prior yeah and i think you need a balance i think i've learned that even with my own core group of friends like you know, when you see those quotes where it's like, oh, like, um, real friends don't talk about people. They talk about things. They talk about opportunities or all that stuff. And like, real friends talk about everything. And I, okay. And that's what I've learned is just like, because me and my friends, sometimes we get together and we have a kid, honey. Like, sometimes Girl. it's about like, you know. Yes, we do. Look, like, I mean, I had one yesterday. Look. Did we? I don't we know. We might have been. Girl, we was kid cooing and all of these. Look, <laughs> but, like, you need, like, that is, is still, like, a, we're still human. You know yeah, what I mean? And I think yeah. sometimes we're hard on ourselves because it's just like, well, I don't want to do this no more. You mm-hmm. had that person where it's like, well, I'm not talking about people no more. Like, girl. I think it's just talking about people to the right people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, being able to say this in the moment. And I'm then playing, like, yo, okay, don't talk you know, girl, like. No, you but know what happened. Now just don't make that the foundation of your, your conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've been there before, and it's just not good. No, yeah. it's like if this is, it's a, just if it's all we ever do is come around each other and, and bash other people. Exactly. Then that's not conducive to healthy. No. But you know, every now and again, you need a little bit of tea, a little bit of Girl, of a kiki, honey. Right. Sometimes I've been cracking up. Juicy. Wait, what was we yesterday? What uh, we just kept no, using a disclaimer? No, wait, no, I'm girl. No, it wasn't nothing bad. But remember, we were saying I forgot, and then we was like, I was like, that's the disclaimer. But we always say that to try to make it okay. Like, well, we oh, I'm to- sorry. Yeah, she, like, she, she, said, she said something about she said something off the wall. Oh, I think I was talking say- about Chloe. Car- Girl, listen, listen to the type of people we gossip about. No, Chloe, said I said, I said Chloe Kardashian. Oh, Kylie's. I don't think I said. I'm sorry. I don't think Kylie's daughter is cute. And Kylie she Jenner. Said, I'm sorry, and I'm just like we always try to put the I'm sorry in it. Like this is going to take the offense away. Like, yeah, right, girl, try to make it okay. But I'm sorry. I don't think she's cute. I Girl, know. you can't be talking about people, kids. I know, y'all. I, I'm okay. I don't think 
I'm all right. Let me make it. Let's not even talk. Yeah, but I, I don't want to because that did come out bad. I don't think that she's cute. I don't think she's bad looking. Yeah, yeah. She's just, I just a little think, funny. Yeah, she still got it she's yeah, look. she's yeah. She'll probably um, be like. Girl, right. I'm just trying to make it okay, and I'm just making it worse. Nah, I had a couple funny-looking nieces and nephews, honey. They, they got cute. But though. what's funny-looking? Because people used to say I was funny-looking. That's a little offensive. Like, you know, they just, they might not uh, they might not be made for their head or their ears or something. Or they know shit. But y'all got to be careful with them people because they glow up. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. They, well, they grow into their look. walking testimony. Who? For all the girls that call me funny-looking. Girl. <laughs> they probably like, are you still funny-looking? <laughs> Okay, so they told me they told me that I say jumping in too much, so I'm not now I'm like conscious of it, and I didn't want to just like say it. it, but jumping right in, jump, I can't. So, um, checking in, I really think that checking in is really just important, mainly because it also allows for just like overall clarity, but it also allows. For you to take a step back with, like, the people around you and for you to kind of just be more, like, self-aware, I really feel like. Like, it makes you want to ask yourself those hard questions that you might avoid had you not had to check in. And I think sometimes that's the beauty in doing it. Like, for me... um. I don't know. I think checking in has become like a really important thing recently. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's one of those things where if you can check, like we can check people around us all day long. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if someone's not doing what we think they're doing or, or um, you know, living up to their full potential mm-hmm. you know we go in and we check them hey this is not right i know you better than this you can do this you can give yourself more push yourself blah 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 but when it comes to us we kind of we kind of pit checking ourselves on a back burner yeah because that's the real work mm-hmm. like when you sitting with yourself and you're like okay you've been real ugly lately yeah like you're really not giving yourself you're not giving yourself your your a hundred percent of what you I mean, of what you're capable of. Yeah. You're not, you, you're saying I'm going to do this, but you keep pushing it off and say, you know what? I'm going to do it tomorrow or I'm going to do it later. I'll do it next week. And it's just like, if we can't hold ourselves accountable and check in with ourselves, how do we think people are supposed to show up for us? So if I say I'm going to get up at six o'clock in the morning so I can meditate, I have to get up at six o'clock in the morning so I can meditate. I made, I said it out of my mouth. I have to do it. I have yeah. to keep my word. And then we can't go or, or you know, I, I had a date today at six o'clock and this guy canceled on me. Well, you couldn't even get up at six o'clock to meditate. You couldn't keep your own word. So why are you mad at somebody else? For, yeah, for not keeping, for not keeping theirs. Well. Yeah. So, you know, I think that is a part of, you know, checking in for me. Yeah. And I think you kind of hit me with that last week. Remember that one day and I was like, yo, you really just kind of got me together. I'm like, <laughs> But I had needed it. Because, like, for me, I think my biggest thing. Oh, yeah. With, uh, it was the other day. Yeah. Yeah. With that and, like, I'm really, be- like, the same with kind of how you are, Jamara. Like, I'm really hard on myself. And the things that I've been wanting to do recently, like, kind of, like, navigating and starting my own business and really, like, pushing 
my creative projects forward like I want everything to be like perfect and meticulous Mm. and I want everything to look a certain kind of way and to feel like correct and but you know people like the mess people like to hear and read and see like listen I really just did this Mm -hmm. this is how it came out I really don't feel pretty or I don't I don't really feel my myself today Mm -hmm. I really feel at my lowest but this is all I can give yeah that is so much beauty in that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It really is. Like, you know, when we keep, you know, holding holding ourselves back because we want something to look a certain mm-hmm. way, you, it, you'll even, be a whole, it'll be a whole year. Right. Or even, like, time is going by. And that's happening. Or even being, like, prideful because we need certain people to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yes, and I honestly believe that, I'm a firm believer that God will put people in your life to help catapult you, mm-hmm. like to help push you to whatever it is that you need to be doing in that point of time in your life. Mm-hmm. You get like I don't know. I just I think sometimes we get so caught up in that and we allow our pride to get the best of us that Absolutely. we really just miss it. Yeah. And even like you were saying, Alicia, I think that's why I was so frustrated with myself because I know before, like in October, I had this whole layout for myself. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to eat better. And I I think I was so frustrated. Like when you said this is not about me, it was, you know, it was. It wasn't was about me. It, it was, was about, about me. And yeah. I think that's what it was. It was that I was really mad at myself because I have done nothing. I've started, but I haven't finished, mm-hmm. you know, and. I, I, I'm so hard on myself sometimes that I will start something and I will talk myself out of doing something because I'm picking myself apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Jemima, like, you have to be patient with yourself. Like, this is new for you. Yeah. You know, allow yourself to feel. Allow y- yourself to be in this moment so, mm-hmm. and figure it out. But we have to also be, be okay with, okay, I did this. It may have not turned out the way I wanted to, but at least I gave it a try. I gave it a try. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just be like, well, I ain't doing it, or I'm going to do it, just never do it. Listen. Yeah, and then you, you never even yourself, jump into that's the race. different. What they say, like, uh, fall down eight times, get up nine? Look. Or did period, I say it? Period. Or is it fall nine and get up ten? Yeah, fall nine, get up ten. Girls, th- just get your ass up. <laughs> Girl, and that, that be me. Yes, that be me. Like, but up. you know what my other problem is, too? I love, like, when I feel, like, okay, down about myself, or when I feel like, all right, my shit is not going well, I always, that's when I start to extend myself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really one of those people I don't always know how to, like, tell people like look don't pour your energy into me right now like i cannot take this burden on mm. like even when i be like at a place where i'm like it's really why i won't call people certain times or why i would just be like all right let me just i can't today and like when somebody calls me i will still pick up the phone i will still let them vent like even when it's just like i said it I to got, you the other day you did yeah. and when you said it i'm like how the fuck do she even know this shit? Like, who even told her this? Like, who gave her the blueprint? Okay, because it's just like, I really don't know how to just be like, even with guys, like with my friends, it just be like, I just be like, I really cannot take on the energy right now. But the moment they just dive in, I just be like, all right, what happened? Like, and it's just like, and we don't realize that we take all that in. And a lot of that can weigh us down. Like, we want to be there for our friends and we want to support them. And that's great, but. And, you know, we might give them some great advice, mm-hmm. something that make them feel so, so secure mm-hmm. and so, so inspired after the conversation. We giving all it to them and then we hanging Girl. up the phone and we just, we, we in the bed because we can't move. We, that's what we I'm saying. We just don't have the energy. Yes, me, that's me. <laughs> I sit over, I give so much and then I'm just like, when I think about it for myself, I'm just like, even me, like, you know, since 
I haven't been working and just all that stuff. I've really been thinking like, okay, what's next for me? And I had like, same way like you, Jamal, I created all these plans and created all these outlooks and all these like blueprints for everything that I wanted to do and everything that I wanted to have accomplished. And I've probably gotten like the most minuscule stuff kind of done. Mm. And I literally like looked at it the other day and I'm just like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like what basically, what is my issue? Like what's my own fear? What's my own insecurity? And why I haven't done these things? Like for me, makeup has been something that I've probably been doing for about like six years. Well, I started teaching myself six years ago. I probably started doing it actually like five years ago. But then I had to question myself and say like, you know, I think it's that one thing where you see people who have been doing it like two or three years mm-hmm. and have gotten so much progression or so much, you know. That comparison, honey, yeah. that thing will kill you. On top of just feeling like I already feel like there are times where I walk into spaces and I feel insecure about my own artistry or I feel insecure about my own creativity or I just feel insecure about my own talent. And I think that that comes from me just feeling like I want to do all these things or I have all these ideas and I want to take all these walks and I'm just not in that space yet. Mm -hmm. And I like somebody had put it on Instagram, I think, once the glitch had came back up. And he was basically saying, like, this should have showed y'all, like, stop stop looking at Instagram as something more than what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just just realize that, like. (laughs) I'm sorry, Karan, because Alicia was going through it yesterday. Girl, and I, was, I was going through no, it. No, I was good. I was able to no, log No, she put an attitude with me. And like, she made me log off my stuff, and I couldn't log back. And I'm like, Lee, you really just ruined my... Because like, I was only trying to figure out. I'm like, yo, is my phone broke? Like, what is going on? Because girl, I could get... She made me log off my stuff, and I ain't have no and Instagram. And look, I'm on the phone with her. I said, girl, look, I'm not, I didn't re- resort back to Facebook. <laughs> she was on Facebook. I said, I'm desperate. No, she was on Facebook. I, I was Lee. on Facebook for like a minute. I said, I got to get off of here. I'm just like, no, I could get on, but I really thought something wrong was was wrong with my phone. That's why I'm like, yo, why can't I get in? Then she said she could get in. I'm like, I got better carrier than you. Why can't I, I get in? I guess when I was already in, they they I probably got grandfathered, yeah. so they probably like, all right, she good. Like, well, why do you log out of your Instagram? I always do. I she know. always does. Karan. That's so weird, weird, girl. I do. But like you were saying, Karan, I like how you said about how you were able to acknowledge that you were being insecure because to me, I feel like I've been suppressing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I have not been allowing myself to feel And that's not good no. Because now I'm like lashing out I'm like beefing with everybody Saying yeah. any old thing out my mouth And just angry Girl. And I'm just like this is Damn. not okay Like if something And I think this kind of ties into my spirituality Like mm-hmm. I feel like And I'm not trying to come for nobody's belief And this is why I don't identify as a Christian Because Christianity to me is still a religion mm-hmm. I I'm I would say I believe in God and I believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm. I believe that, yes. But I feel like a lot of times these religions were taught to suppress because, oh, you know, God, ultimately we have to follow him. And, you know, yes, he will always provide. And, yes, you know. So it's like they want to hurry up and stop you from feeling what you're feeling because, yeah. oh, that's like a faith. But it's really not because if you really read the word, God says, and I forgot what scripture I should have wrote this down. It's a season for everything in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a season for joy. It's a season for pain. Dirt. It's a season for grief so i don't think he's saying to suppress i think he's saying probably acknowledge these feelings yeah you know sit with them Mm -hmm. go through the motions i don't think we should react even though sometimes we do (laughs) obviously because i've been cutting up and just kind of like know that you know he's gonna always make sure that you good look this too shall pass right and exactly but 
even with that, like even with, you know, my my faith and everything, I've been suppressing because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, God will work work it out. But it's like faith without works. Mm-hmm. I have to. He's allowing me to go through this for a reason. It's something I'm supposed to be learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why am I suppressing this? Why am I not allowing myself to feel? That's yeah. why it keeps happening to me because mm-hmm. I'm not allowing myself to really get it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to hurry up and move through it. Yeah, that's yeah. like people like, oh, I need a job. Well, you gonna go apply or you just gonna say I want a job? Right. And think it's just supposed to fall out the sky, girl. Okay. No. Honey, and wherever there's flying, there's there's raining jobs. Let me know. And I think it's all about too understanding. Like, I know some people will look at this like, oh, this is hoopla, hoopla, or like you know, journaling or mm-hmm. finding other channels or other ways to really get out those emotions. Like, I think, especially like for me, and I think you as like Alicia, you too, like. And actually, you said it the other day when you was like, oh, I've been thinking about doing, like, the voice memo. Oh, my God. Yes. The voice memo. Y'all, that thing has been coming through for the kids. I've been doing it since 2017. I used to drive an hour to school. I used to just let it out. I used to just let it out. Let it out. Let it out. And I used to listen to him again, mm-hmm. like, after a year later. And I would cry. Yeah. And then I would just, you know. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was real good. Love. And it's still good. After I did that voice memo, I felt like it was so much weight lifted off of me. Yes. I took a girl. Because sometimes for me, and I don't know if anybody else, but writing, I love writing. Mm-hmm. But I be scared to write. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is with my words on paper that I just... I don't know. I still, I can't figure it out, but I'd be scared yeah. to write. So I think when I just record myself, it just, it just feels better to me. Mm-hmm. Cause writing does not scare me. I don't know. I maybe I shouldn't use that word, but I feel like writing is more like imprinted on you. You know what I mean? The words that you write kind of have it. I know it sounds weird, but it, like imprint on your soul. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The voice memo is still like, Cause I've been doing it recently because I haven't been able to write, which is really weird for me because I'm such like a avid like I journal so often mm-hmm. and like literally this entire year for some reason like the day I literally was journaling on New Year's and then the day after New Year's like something in me was just like I couldn't write mm-hmm. and like literally I have not wrote since January first like and I literally kept saying like what the hell is going on what the hell is going on and like. I was kept thinking, like, you know, what the hell is this? Like, why can I not write? And, like, y'all, I'm really, like, a writer. Like, I write. Like, I will write down my thoughts, write down my feelings. Hey, what your handwriting look like? I don't know you why know I love nice. handwriting. You got nice handwriting. I do. I love handwriting. Like, I yeah. love to see people's handwriting. See, and I don't even that have no. That was random, man. I, I know. Me. I'm looking at him like, what your handwriting look like? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Do I have no? I don't have any. Here, come on, write on my stuff. I just want to see. I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I could get a feel for the person based off how they write, but some people got really ugly handwriting. <laughs> what do you want me to write? Um, I don't know. Write your name. Okay. <laughs> that was so random. He's currently writing, guys. That's why we're. <laughs> It's fun. Look how fun your handwriting is. That means it's ugly. No, it's not. It's beautiful. It's really fun. Like it looks like. I always thought you had a cute handwriting. Yeah, look, look how you do the capitals and like how you mix them up. Mm -hmm. My mom writes like that. Yeah, we're like Alicia. She writes really big and bubbly. Mm -hmm. I think that's her. Yeah. Look at mine. 
No, you write cute. I thought that the first time. Yeah, she has really cute handwriting, too. Yeah, and you write really small. I'm such a perfectionist with my handwriting. Because you try to stay in, like, the line. Yes. That's a good thing. It's something I've always been. And I remember, like, when we were young. Remember how we used to have jobs when we used to do group projects? I was always the recorder because everybody loved my handwriting. (laughs) And I just felt like I always had to live up to that. Like, my handwriting was so perfect, but I would take so long to write because it had to be perfect. Uh, Yeah. Look at me. Girl, look. I have come so far. There you go, honey. (laughs) But voice memos, but yeah, I voice memos. It's just a really good, you know, because I get some people are still scared of things like therapy or things like opening Mm -hmm. up, or sometimes even telling your emotions to other people. Sometimes when you are in like dark times or when you're in spaces that you just always don't feel like unloading though that kind of energy onto someone. Things like voice memos really, really help. Like recently, I did one maybe like a week or two ago, and it was just so like. Y'all, I was in a husband myself. Y'all, I was oh, screaming. Was- I was crying. Like, I went through it. Like, I really had to get all of that emotion out. But I realized that I just needed it to be, excuse me, I needed it to be somewhere. <laughs> and, like, honey, I left it right on there, damn memo. Yeah, just leave like, it right girl. there. But for me, the memo was more, like, because I had so much going on in my head, y'all. Mm-hmm. The journal couldn't handle this. Yeah. The journal, I'd have broke that journal. Yeah, I'm girl. I'm actually reading a book Your now. Your fingers can't write it, write it uh, quick enough. You be yeah, it. it's just so much going on. I'm like, let me try this voice memo. And I was cracking up because I was really, like, talking to myself. I, I'm going to just tell y'all this. I talk to myself. I do, too. So, I be looking That's at right. me in the car when we be driving, like, <laughs> to school or practice and stuff. And he, I'll see him on the corner. Of my, he just keep, he would stare. I'm like, dude, yes, mommy's talking to <laughs> I, yes. I need to do this. But it's like, funny because I. I, that's kind of like a secret that I have, and mm-hmm. now everybody knows, but I talk to myself. Everybody talks yeah. to themselves. Don't tell me. No, but I, li- I talk to myself. And even at work, like working mm-hmm. in retail, I used to be sitting there talking to myself, and the customers would be like, did you say something to me? And I'm like, no, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah, yeah. but like I'll be full-blown conversation with me. Yeah, that's how I am too. I'd be embarrassed like if somebody actually catches yeah. me. Oh, my God, I was like, telling Karan because the other day I was – like and it was morning and I was getting Saddam Julian ready for school and Saddam was still sleeping and I'm just like I was really talking to myself and I didn't realize that he was laying down. I said, Oh my god, I hope he did not hear me. Like he's gonna think I'm crazy because I was really going in. Like, but I don't talk to myself obviously in front of people. I try to keep it to myself. I think yeah, it gets yeah. it, it get. I think mine's has gotten kind of bad that it kind of just. <laughs> You just said fine. <laughs> yeah. People like, huh? You say something. I'm like, oh, I'm just talking to myself. Like, I'm sorry. Man. But, like, back to writing, I'm actually reading this book now where it's like a practice every day where you write in your journal. As soon as you wake up, you fill up three pages. And even if you don't have nothing to say for those three pages, you just write, I don't have anything to say. And you, re- and you write that until you fill up the three pages. Mm. I've started... But I've only did one page. I think that's a that's okay for me. And then I'll gradually go up to three pages. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, and I guess it's, a, you know, a good way to start your day. It is. For the past two days, I've been really happy. And I think it's because I've been doing that thing where you like, you know, they say you got to, like, if you tell yourself three things that you're grateful for in the beginning yeah. of your day, like, it just really helps improve your attitude. And I've been like, as soon as I wake up, you know, I'll pray, I'll read my word, and mm-hmm. then... I'll, I always decree and declare for what do I always say? Um, darn, whatever. No weapon against me. No, I don't. Shall I, I say that. I mean, I say that Let in I prayer. Go. But what do? It's always something. Oh, I, I, I always say, God, I decree and declare. Um, what is it? Uh, peace and order throughout my day. I always like before my feet even touch the floor. I always say, I decree and declare. I decree and declare peace and order throughout my day. And um, 
after before I did that, I said, let me let me try this three things because I have the grown and gratitude journal by mm-hmm. Alex L. And I think I did probably two pages, but I haven't really like done it, done it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let me just say it out loud because I'm kind of late. Yeah. And uh-huh. so, oh, and it just really helped me like the three, the three things. And I try to say three different things every time. Mm-hmm. And for the past two days, it's been working. Like I've just been really I've been in a really good mood. That's good. Yeah. Look, it's all about the journey, honey. Honey. So, speaking of the journey. Oh, Karan, do you want to talk? Can we transition into our expectations with the podcast? When yeah, we yeah. That's oh, did was, you want? Okay, what, yeah, I'm sorry, Karan. Go ahead. No, no, you good. You no, good. do it. Okay, so, um, yeah, I was just basically just going to say, like, walking into the podcast. So, we started the podcast on February 14th, Valentine's Day. And from there, this is our, what's this, our fifth? The fifth? Yeah. This is technically, so we had it's an introductory six, yeah. episode, which would make this our technical sixth episode, but we call this our fifth just because the introductory was kind of like our half a point, like our half an episode. It wasn't like a full episode. It was just like, you know, us trying to give you guys a little gist of who we are. So I think that um, I wanted to just basically talk about what our journey was in coming into this because we kind of spoke about it. If you haven't checked out the introductory episode, please check it out. But um, we kind of spoke then about like how this all came to be and how we kind of know each other. And and then also how, um, you know, the podcast was like a journey for us and how it took us a extended period of time, like how we had to transition to get to a place where we were kind of all just looking at each other, taking each other to be accountable and saying like, all right, y'all, we're going to get this done. Mm -hmm. Like we literally had to set dates for like, y'all, we're going to buy the mics this day. Y'all, we're going to buy the logo this day. Mm -hmm. And we still kind of had to be on each other because actually like even the dates we kind of declared we were going to do it weren't the necessary dates that we actually did it, but we kind of just had to look at each other and get really serious. Mm -hmm. And then I think in sharing, you know, throughout the few episodes we've done, it's been, you know, we've kind of had like, battles between each other but also like disagreements and kind of like (laughs) moments of real understanding because i think that we all have very different walks Mm -hmm. and so it allows for us to sometimes have to take that step back to really look at each other and be like you know what i didn't think of it like this or you know what i didn't look at it like that or you know what i just really disagree but i'm gonna let you be great right like so Uh, wait what episode did that for you be honest episode that I was just like I'm gonna let you think that I think it was our most I think it was the double no was it the double standard was it double standard when we talk about calling girls out of their names no because um. I, I think we disagree but I don't think it was like a big thing I think sex and intimacy was more just like all right I'm gonna just let y'all be great yeah because I didn't want to like push we I we owe you guys a do-over for that episode we yeah because, yeah I was a, being a little prudy because I do like with sex, I am private, but I do, there is the things that I don't mind sharing about my sex life. Mm-hmm. Surface stuff. Even after the episode, after we got done, she yeah, we were chopping it up. Girl, cutting, cutting up. up. Like, how about you seeing us on that episode? But, but I, I get it too. too. <laughs> Yeah, honey. Girl, I think look. both of y'all kind of like hell back in ways, and I think I didn't want to push because I didn't want to be like, oh, well, y'all not seeing. Like to me, right. it was just like. I guess I'll kind of take the lead because I'm... But I think I also had to learn with that, too. Like, afterwards, when I was really thinking about it, I'm like, 
because a couple of my cousins have been hitting me up basically like asking about the podcast and i sent it all to them and then i'm like i hope they don't ex- tell my aunt to listen or something like that and i'm thinking <laughs> and like see, that's what you gotta be conscious about there yeah. are, like i know i subscribe my grandma honey yeah well i mean but I told this them to subscribe. they didn't do before no i know but i just don't want to take that innocence away from me like my i think my mom and my dad still hold me to like a regard like a, a standard like mom yeah you know, that's my daughter like yeah yeah like even I though my mom's a little freak booty thing uh-huh. but, honey. i don't use a job i be trying to give you girl honey. be trying to tell me what to do i'm like mom that is your business <laughs> <laughs> we live different lives look but i think it's been a learning process for me because i'm like i said i'm so used to being transparent and i'm very open to just kind of being vulnerable in spaces that like for me i think throughout each episode i've learned to um I don't want to say I've learned to kind of pull back because I still think that I mm-hmm. I enjoy sharing my experiences and I enjoy sharing what life has taught me up until this point. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, I've just become more aware of like the things that I say, they have to be come with like impact and mm-hmm. power behind them. You know what I mean? I, when I when I share, I want people to understand that like I'm sharing with. A purpose mm-hmm. you know i'm not just sharing because i think it's you know i think it's great to you know be just sexually open which i do think it's good to be sexually open but i'm saying that because i want to bring awareness to people who might feel the same way that i do and understand that like this is my walk and like you know we have a familiar familiarity within each other but like this also isn't for everyone mm-hmm. and it's not also meant to be like Everyone should be sexually open. That's the only way I think you should be. Like, no, I think that there are going to be people who are very much, you know, to themselves and very much got guarded and very much, you know, on their lonesome in their sexual journey. And that's okay, too. You know, I'm for equality, you know. But it's a journey. Like, you got to learn these things. <laughs> no, Karan, you're right. And you, I, I must say, even through, because I never realized... <laughs> How one-sided I am. Yeah. I'm very, and I think, like you said, because I'm so used to having the same people. Mm-hmm. And, like, even with, you know, having these same people in my life, I think that's what I mean. Alicia's been so combative because she's also experiencing and we're not seeing eye to eye anymore when mm-hmm. we were so used to seeing things this, on the same. Like, we were always, well, just think, I don't know, just whatever. We were just always on the same page and Yeah, whatever. our experiences were so interconnected and so alike. Right, and now it's kind of like, we're doing life different but still kind of the same but still different yeah so i think in doing this it has allowed me to be open to that and just be mindful that the you know to honor people's walk and to be able to see things how they see things Mm -hmm. and just be open to how do i what am i trying to say girl be open to just be different interpretation yeah different and it it doesn't make it it's like no right or wrong yeah you know it's like that is their story this is how they see it i don't have to agree with it but i can at least respect them enough to you know honor their walk yes they're true they're true exactly it's just like i would want somebody to honor mine Mm -hmm. because who's to say i'm doing all the right things i try (laughs) yeah but somebody can come, come up and be like girl and alicia what do you think what has the last few episodes kind of given you? To speak more. I'm so quiet in real life. I feel like I'm still quiet on the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, 
just to like I'll 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 listen back to myself and I'm like, girl, what what was you trying girl. to say? Like, what did you say? Like, and I'll get annoyed with myself. So maybe just um, taking my time, like trying to find the right right words. I'm one of those people. I have a lot to say. I can never find the right words. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think when I write. It flows better. Like, my words flow better. And sometimes when I speak, they do not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's something that I um, can take away from the episodes. And not being afraid of feedback. Mm-hmm. And what people have to say. I think for me, like, I'll text you guys. Like, did you, did you guys get any feedback? Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear the good and the bad. Like, I want it all. Like, mm-hmm. um, so being open to people not really enjoying or people really not agreeing what we're saying or, or liking you know what one of us has to say or Girl. or you know suggesting what can <laughs> what what we can do better or what i can do better or whatever so that's my take on it i appreciate everyone's input i appreciate everyone who's supporting i'm happy that we're here you know yeah i know let's keep doing it that's good though because i'm pretty much the same like i write better than i speak because mm-hmm. to me speaking is just very on the spot mm-hmm. like I have to allow myself time to think before I say something. But I am very, how do I say it? Articulate. I am very articulate. I just Mm -hmm. don't have the words. And sometimes I just have to say it. And it don't always make sense. It kind of annoys me because it comes out wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's not, I don't, sometimes I don't even, I'm thinking something. I don't even know how to really just put it together. And I'm like, what is this? Am I like, Retarded? Mm. Like, what is wrong I, with I me? Perfectly fine. I, and that's what I'm saying, yo. Like, that's not a problem. Even when I text, I see how I surprise myself. I'm like, yo, you're really smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't give myself, I guess, enough credit. credit. I yeah. don't. I don't. But what you were saying, Lee, as far as um, like the criticism, and I was, so, I think we got really comfortable with getting good criticism. That when we did get one piece of bad criticism. I I was was good with it, but then when I thought about it a little bit more, I was like, hold up. Like, I want to see you get up here on this mic and really just, you know, be open to a whole bunch of strangers that don't know you, you know, Mm -hmm. and try to put your words into perspective to be able to be understood but still be relatable. Right. It's not easy because I'm going to tell y'all one thing. I get up on this mic, honey, and I get stage fright. I don't I don't even know what to say. And I'll have this whole like right now I have a whole page drafted of what I'm supposed to be saying and I can't even say it. Cuz I don't know it's just like I I guess I like I was talking to this one friend that I have um and she was saying like I can see how you are progressing. I can see how you're getting more and more comfortable throughout the episodes. And it's just like and it's just <laughs> I'm like, who? I know she all asking who, girl, my friend, my peoples. But, um, and she was saying, like, I can see how you're getting more and more comfortable because it, it you do, you have to, I don't know, I, I, I'm learning about myself because I always thought I was just this outgoing person that is just so, like, ready for the world. And I'm really not. I'm just so closed off. I don't so, think you are, though. I'll come around, I am. Like, Jemai, I think you're really hard on yourself, but I really don't think that you, like, you're very outgoing. I, I think that. You need to be gentle, more gentle with you. Yeah, I think that you think, like, you're, like, even when you said it to me, like, Karan, I'm so judgmental. I don't think that you're judgmental. I think that you have had one particular walk. Like, for me, I don't think, like, I've had one walk, too. I've just learned that, like, the people in my journey have had other walks. 
And I've had so many people in my journey that, like, I've allowed for myself to grab part of their walk or to take that on and, like, then move with it. And I've allowed for that to be a part of my journey. Mm -hmm. I think with you, it's just, like, because you've had such foundational people in your life, like, your walk has always been your walk. And Mm -hmm. then it's kind of, like, the people around you who are so close to you have had another kind of walk. Mm -hmm. But you've allowed for yourself to just walk in your own foundation. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's really just, like... You see from your own inter from your own view, like based off what I've experienced. Yeah. Okay. And you haven't taken on mainly other people's experiences to say like, okay, this is where I see the variation. Right. Yeah, which now in my life now you will be. Right, because this and that's why I'm saying like all these challenges I'm being faced with just happening so fast. Girl, look, they but, say when it rains it pours, yeah. honey. This is what I'm saying. I saw it saying too, or thinking to myself like. I'm now in different spaces. Like I'm, I'm developing, you know, personal and intimate relationships with other people, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're used to it. I'm not, and I was saying that like <laughs> I'm not you. But then I, in, in that same breath, I I just I want you to be honest and not hold back yeah. about who these people are uh, to yeah, you. Yeah, 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 because absolutely. I, one thing I know for sure about me. Mm-hmm. One well, it's two things I know for sure. I'm not meant to work for nobody. Girl, okay, it's three speak things. On it. <laughs> God is good. That I ain't meant to work for nobody, and I am just a huge advocate for honesty. Like period, I am period. very straightforward, and sometimes I hate how straightforward I am. Yeah, but I just like I love honesty. Mm-hmm. I do not like to be misled. Don't no. tell me something, and then I have to find out later down the road that oh, that's not what it really is. No, yes. just tell me what it is so I can be able to. But deal. you also have to be be Open. able to say no. If this person tell you this is what it is, you can't start creating scenarios in your head as to why that's not what it is. No, and I no, and you're right. I can't you know downplay what the person is saying I, you can't i can't do that and i get mm-hmm. that because i felt like i did that the other day in the car but i wasn't really doing that i just needed an example and you know how i am i need facts don't just tell me the sky is blue tell me why the sky is blue yeah like i you can't just tell me that like right. i just need to know why that's mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily that i was saying what your experience wasn't your experience just explain to me what i'm doing wrong so i can know and have an understanding and i don't repeat that same act mm-hmm. that's what i meant by like why how yeah. like you know yeah but even with that it's just like and you're right like this is different for me and i explained to you this is very foreign like i've always known her and karan to be good friends but i never i didn't see them and girl, and, and it's, it's hard. <laughs> but like one thing for me is just like but I've experienced that with her too. Mm-hmm. You have, but it's I, different. Don't it, tell it, me it's different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced this with her too, few years ago, and I just kind of and maybe I'm not as vocal as her. I keep my emotions kind of bottled in, and if you ask me a question about it, then maybe I'll tell you, or maybe I'll dumb it down, but. I've experienced that with her before, but I just kind of kept it to myself. I mm-hmm. never really, ex- you know, said it out loud to her if I felt away because I did feel away. But I've never expressed that. She's more vocal, so if she's feeling away about something, she's not about to wait three days. She's about to say it <laughs> right then and there. So maybe that's where the difference was. Like I can, I can take this in and just rock out with it. Mm-hmm. She not taking it and rocking out with it. She. I mean, uh, so I would just obviously I had to rock with it, honey. But no, I'm. Gonna, but I'm saying you're gonna say you know if you. I get what you're saying. the way about it, but I think. Why not that the tables have turned? It's just like she's now, kind of experienced how I felt before. 
but now but even with that like i don't i'm not angry and yeah, yeah you know yeah, i have accepted it I, i'm okay with it yeah because uh, and like i said to Karan, th- if this is god's will for your life i cannot interject i cannot right. get in this is what it is like right. i just have to learn how to move differently with mm. this being the you know your truth right like and i think that's what we think sometimes we think we can intercede and get in the way of god if this is what god wants honey he will it will just be that thing yeah, right you absolutely. can't nobody no man no dog no no nothing stop <laughs> right. it, it no it's man, gonna dog. be no man dog no man. <laughs> <laughs> guys they keep knocking down all the trees where all the animals are gonna go where they're gonna go where Girl. where are they Girl, gonna you go you gonna house them you and karan honey look i house them Karan was so concerned about me eating lamb. I want to see when lamb overpopulate. Lamb is not going to. They ain't because everybody eating them. Sorry, that All was right. random. But. I know, but it's okay because you're right. That I is, mean, I feel lamb is good. That hurts my heart from trees. That poor little lamb. You know that is a baby. What's the lamb? A baby cow, A right? baby sheep. Baby sheep. Yeah. That poor little lamb. Girl, and all they do is take the sheep and make cotton, right? Yeah, they cut the cotton off and then they kill it and slaughter it. <laughs> It's like wool. Yeah. That's a shame. It is a shame. But it's the way of the world. No, it's not. I, 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 mean, I don't mean to say it that way, but it's just like, what is it? The 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 circle, the cycle of life, the circle of life? That ain't got nothing to Mankind's do with that. Mankind's the worst thing the that cir- happened to this world. Yeah, me. Oh, wait, can we talk about that space, that space that we're in now? How we've been doing that work, honey? Oh. Girl, that thing is scary. Checking in, doing the work we're Checking reaching. in, y'all. Stop. We've been doing this work. And it's uh pretty much dismantling white supremacy and Girl. educating ourselves on anti racism. And it is a challenge. I was supposed to do day night. Or anti racism. Or being anti racist being racist or anti white racism. Just white supremacy in America, pretty much. That's what it is. is that, but it's dismantling white supremacy and then something about anti-racism. It's just giving you the background, like, about white supremacy in mm-hmm. America. Honey, and I done learned some things and saw some things, and I am not happy. And I'm very indifferent. Mm-hmm. It'll happen, though. The more you... That's the one thing. I feel like whenever you know, like, you learn about something new, you always go, like, OD about it first. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of got a drawback. Yeah. Like, I feel like that happens with anything. When you start, if you go into a new religion, it's like you want to read everything. You want to uh-huh. hear everything. You want to see everything. That's you want to be like. natural hair. Like, I want to try every product, yes. every brand. I became a product junkie. So I'm just like, no, this stuff don't work for my hair. Yeah. And like, and I'm going to stick to my staple. Like, let me do what I do, yeah. honey. Let me. Look, I got to find what's right for me. Right. So I feel like racism is the same way. It's like, when Maybe you I learn about all these things, you be like. <laughs> Oh my God! You just be like, white people are really the devil, girl. And then you like you you start to draw back because you had to compartmentalize. Like, okay, that was something that they did, and I still have to be aware of this and socially responsible in this, and allow for myself to not get comfortable when somebody basically says something out of line or mm-hmm. out of out of whack. And you know, but you also have to realize, like, as long as I'm open to educating and still learning in my process, then that kind of has to be your walk. That's what I've learned for myself is like, because I be on go, honey. Like that lady in Wawa. Mm-hmm. I was on go. But then I had to just hit her with her like, you know what? I'm not even about to give you a different interpretation of what this black gay man could have gave you. Because mm-hmm. I could have gave you some heat, sis. Mm. Light her up. In, look, I could have lit you up. But I'm not even going <laughs> to do that with you because you ain't even really worth all that, girl. Hey. So I'm going to just let you be great. 
Have a have a good day, honey. And that probably really have a great day. one. Karan's <laughs> voice, honey. <laughs> I hit, whenever I hit the mic with a have a great one, <laughs> I really don't want you to have a great one. Okay? <laughs> you should do that at work. That's Look, honey. Aggressive. You say, well, Look. you have a great one. Look, they used to be coming in my face with the nonsense. Okay, honey, have a great one. In my mind, I was saying something else, honey. Uh, but outwardly, I was telling you to have a great one. Yeah, have a great one. Okay, I'm but yeah, I think. I think all of that stuff is really just, but I, I always tell people, girl, you got to educate yourself, honey, because you cannot be walking into white spaces and not know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. But I think for me, or more so is like, I've been so naive mm-hmm. and I've realized these past couple of days that I've been doing this work and just like reading and watching these videos, I really don't like to accept things for what they are. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I have to come to a place where, look, this is what it is. Yeah. And you have to learn how to deal with it regardless mm-hmm. or still do life with it being what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. Because I'll try to, like, hurry up and fix something. Like, well, why I got to be this way? Well, why can't we try to look at it differently? Why can't we try to do it this way instead? And I'll really bust my head open trying to figure something different yeah, how yeah. to trying to make it. it pretty yeah and it's just like no girl if you don't just accept that thing for what it is because that yeah. is very plain and simple and i swear god will keep snaking me with stuff about the same people about the same thing and i'll keep trying mm-hmm. to look at it a different way and it's just like it is what it is that's how it be <laughs> but that's a good thing too because sometimes i be looking at things and i just be ready like it's a good thing but it's a gift and a curse yeah because, like, I just be so dumb sometimes. Like, I don't think you're dumb. I don't think I'm dumb, but I'm saying, like, I will just be kind of, like. You just like to glamorize. Yeah, it. I you like. Want it to just seem a little soft to focus. Yeah, just try really to dress good. it up. Cute. Yeah. And sometimes you can't dress it up. You just got to let a pig be a pig. You Girl. Know? You can't put the lipstick on it. I know. It's really just don't like, be saying that. You looking at me and I got flared lipstick on my lips. Girl, I wasn't even <laughs> thinking it. She's so eggy. Yeah, I know, we're trying to down the pig. Little piglets are so cute. And Girl, and they suffer from depression and they clingy. Yeah, so y'all eating that pork and you wonder why, why y'all crazy. clingy Girl. to this person. Yes, because that's the other <laughs> thing they tell you. y'all, honey. When y'all eating those dead animals, honey. Yeah, y'all, y'all consuming cannot... all of their emotions. All of them. What you mean, y'all? Like, I you know, don't eat dead animals. Girl. <laughs> Girl, don't let her fool you, honey. Yeah, what did I say yesterday, Karan? Because when she was eating, what you said about the tacos? No, I made shrimp. Karan's like, oh, you all eating dead I don't eat pork or beef. And so, shrimp and shrimp got feelings? Yeah, I'm not saying a deal, but I'm yes. saying that was for my future vegan stuff. So. And shrimp there is the roaches of the sea, honey. They is the bottom feeders. They are the roaches of the sea. They bottom feeders. They eat. Who's shrimp? Yeah, they eat all the stuff on the Can you like, let me transition? Just, I know, for right. You're just giving it to us too raw sometimes. Girl, look, that's how y'all need <laughs> it, honey. I say, y'all talk about like y'all. You, like you just said, you can't pretty it up, honey. See how I be like, make it look cute for me. Look, no, honey, okay? The y'all better stop eating them limbs, stop eating them poor pigs, <laughs> and stop eating them poor shrimp, honey. They don't deserve this, all right? And the sad part is, I'm like, is shrimp even an animal? <laughs> yeah, it's an animal. It's a sea I creature. know, but it's just like so mean for me to think that way. Girl, like, you ever seen what's that one movie? Nemo. Not finding Nemo. The other one with Will Smith. Oh, what the? Fu- I don't know the name. Oh what my god, he, my Angelina Jolie. Osmosis Jones. No, no. no. Oh uh, my god. Animated movie. What is it? I'm so hurt. And what is it about? It's about him, and he be fighting sharks. He's supposed to be like the shark. Oh, player. Shark Tale. Yeah. Yeah, Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Is it Shark Tale? Yeah. No, I don't think it's called Shark Tale. You sure? Shark Tale. It's Shark Tale. Is it? It's Shark Tale. Okay. And I think 
And the in shark tail would be the little shrimp, and he be, and he all got like a he only got like one arm and stuff. Maybe like oh yeah, like they be at the car wash, <laughs> and then they be eating the shark up like he give him the yeah, he give him the shark. Remember he give him like the one shark thing, and he be like I got you. Like, <laughs> and he them and they got feelings, right? The teacher did it to that poor little shrimp. Right? I was probably really crying watching that movie. Well, I was like, that's right. Get him. Get get your revenge, bitch. Because he swore he had you in the beginning. Like, no, you know with what? With broken arm and everything. Let me tell you. You got that get right, okay? <laughs> I was really rooting for him. Like, that's right. Rip him, honey. Good. I really love that part, too. Oh he was right the movie. Short. A little broken, he had like a broken leg or something, but he got that. He got him at the end, honey. He yep. said, What's that? That's for y'all and them kids. Y'all be bullying in, high, in school. Yeah, be that shrimp and shark tail. <laughs> yeah. Both up. No, they got feeling. Girl. No, but they make I noticed they're making a lot of like animal conscious movies because we was watching a B movie, mm-hmm. me and Julie, and we was, um, they were saying how like. I guess like with these bee farms and stuff, how it's like yeah, oh, what yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're go extinct. extinct. Yeah. yeah, they were saying yeah, they that. are. Yeah, like, look at them really making like they're like giving sending out a message. Girl, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like in a kid movie. I'm like, Listen. okay, but you know you can't trust Disney either because was it yeah, they racist? I don't think it was Disney. I think it was Pixar. Or maybe I'm wrong. That's oh, you, maybe I should look into it. it. I don't know, girl. Girl, no. but yeah, that's for checking in, y'all. So. Okay, so yeah, um, checking in. I think we should probably just wrap it up and kind of do our final uh, walkthroughs of what we think of checking in and, you know, okay, how y'all. we feel. So for me, checking in, I think first and foremost, you want to check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that should be maybe a daily thing. Even if it's for five minutes out your day, you check in with yourself. Did I accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish today? Am I grateful today? Um, how could I be better than I was yesterday? Did I, you know, show up for myself? Am I gentle with myself? Am I loving myself today? Am I hard on myself? Am I doubting myself? And, you know, if you are, you know, how can you channel that to be different? Um, and even with your relationships, with your family, your friends, um, you know, you always want to check on them. Cause you know that one saying, like, check on your strong friend? That really is so true. Sometimes we take mm-hmm. those people for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely want to check on those people because they may show up for us and, you know, be whole for us all the time. But they can be battling things that um, that they don't want to share. Or sometimes we unload on them so, so much that, that we forget to ask them, like, how are you? What's going on with you? Are you okay? Do you want to talk? Um how can I be a service to you today? You know, X, Y, and Z. So that is my take on checking in. And for me, um, Alicia, I just want to piggyback off what you say. I think I'm that strong friend. I am. That's who popped in my mind when I said it. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Because I do, I am that, I'm that place for everybody. Like, everybody mm-hmm. always come to me to kind of, and I think that's why I'm so bossy and motherly mm-hmm. because I have to kind of like get people together and then still nurture people at mm-hmm. the same time. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I've been a little crazy lately because I've been needing some nurturing and mothering myself. That's okay. We got you. Thanks, girl. But anywho, guys, so for me, pretty much it's, um, and this was something that really resonated with me. I'm going to quote um, this one girl that 
I follow on Instagram and she, she said that we have to be conscious that there is no arrival point, but be, be able to use the tools when um, we are faced with issues. So the tools are pretty much the lessons that you've learned, you know, throughout your human experience. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah, it just really resonated. Because to me, I always think I'm going to get to this point, but it's just like life is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And just being able to still be. We don't understand that. I'm not sure, but being present is hard. It's so it's hard. hard. It's hard. Oh, my God, what is that? It's so hard. Especially when you have tests and stuff due, like, on a certain day. You just want to hurry up and, like, yeah, get it over with. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want Monday to hurry up and come so I could just get this stuff yeah. done with. And it's just like you anticipate, which I think is a good thing. Like, anticipate, but you have to have a balance. Mm-hmm. So it's good to anticipate but still be aware. Mm-hmm. And, and it's another word I'm trying to say. It's good to anticipate, and it starts with an A. Good to anticipate and be anxious. No, no anticipate and anxious kind of mean the same thing. I don't know. Anticipate does it? I yeah, think anxious is like I'm like nervous for this. I just want this. Okay, maybe. And anticipate is kind of like I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. Just I'll figure it out, y'all. <laughs> like I always do. Alright, cute. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay, so checking in for me. Um. I think recently my ex my understanding of checking in has really become a lot more profound. Recently I went through like something that was like really big for me. I lost someone that was really, 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 really special to me. And I think that the people around me have kind of not allowed for me to be like, um what's the word? Have not really allowed for me to really like get to a bad space or really kind of get to a, a dark of a place that I probably could have went because they've consistently like checked in and, you know, been there and shown up and like been present. And that's really helped me. I think that sometimes, especially when you go through certain things or just certain like moments, you kind of like, start to you realize that being present sometimes hurts Mm -hmm. and like when you go through painful things you realize that like that's where you don't want to be present Mm because it's just like if i'm here and i'm present and i'm in this moment like this like i have to acknowledge this pain and i have to feel this hurt like full throttle what it is like go through this motion and unfortunately like in times like this you really you feel it like every day. You feel it like all the time. Like you feel it like at one o'clock you might feel it. Then you feel it again at one thirty. Then you feel it again at two o'clock and you kind of just like, I don't want to keep feeling this. You know what I mean? I don't want to keep crying. I don't want to keep like, you know, like just feeling sad or painful. And I think also in this moment, especially for someone like me, I don't want to keep putting burdens on people and I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to sit on the phone with five people and be crying or I don't want to sit and tell everybody how I feel horrible or how I feel sad or how I feel down or how I lost my best friend. Like you just don't. So sometimes like what I've learned is that like the people who I'm very close with or people who truly love me, checking in has really made it more like I've had to be more aware but I've also had to be more accountable in those moments and in those spaces. And sometimes someone just maybe texting me and asking me how I feel might have just turned me to basically be like, OK, I have to, you know, get up. You know, I have to acknowledge the pain. Yes. And still go through the motions. But understand that, like them checking in has made me more aware that, like, I can't sit in the sorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had to get up and keep moving and 
you know, consistently making me aware that, you know, um, the loss was from someone who absolutely loved me and from someone who will always want the best for me. So it also makes it like I have to do better for them. You know what I mean? They wouldn't want to see me in, in a bad space or in a bad place. So checking in has really become like a huge thing for me. And it's become something that I'm so grateful for, especially for the people around me, because it's just shown me like, you know, like, even through the hardest things and through the hardest times, like love, like real pure intent, like real mm-hmm. pure, like just love and just like that, that nurturing feeling from others for no other reason than it's just like, I just love you because of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing like it. No strings attached. Yeah. Oh, and Karan, you're really a lovable person. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Take it from a G who knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You're very lovable. Oh, yes. thanks. Yeah. I don't always feel like it, honey. No, but. and you are, and I love how genuine you are. You think and I'm I love good. how non-judgmental. I think, uh, what yeah, I think he's, so, he's yeah. so free. Like, if I, if I know a person, because you honestly know, when we first got into the space of like digging deep and talking. I was like Jemira, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very one sided. And now Damn. I'm like, no, I'm not, not like in a bad, bad way. Yes. Not in a bad it's way. Like, it's okay. But not like, you know, girl. Like, and like just, you know, growing, you know, and experiencing with you for the last couple of years, you know, when you meet him, he does make you. Or not make you, he does kind of change your perspective. He to give, not, and he gives you a level of comfort, yeah. too. So, that's awesome. Oh, thank you. You are. I appreciate <laughs> That's how more people should be in this world, including us. Yeah. Non-judgmental. Y'all trying to make me cry. I'm not about to do this with y'all. Come uh-huh. on, G. Shut a tear. <laughs> for the real one. Look. All right, well. Okay, so we thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, guys. We definitely would love to hear your feedback about checking in and what you think about checking in. Um, definitely check out our Instagram. It is the twenty something dot podcast. Is it that podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the twenty something dot podcast, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> dot as in period. Okay. Uh, period. So yeah, definitely check out our Instagram. Leave us comments about what you think about checking in. How you check in? Do you think it's important? How has that helped you in your own personal journey? We want to thank you guys so much. We want you to rate review subscribe all that good stuff we absolutely love you for tuning back in every week for all of your feedback the good the bad the indifferent the the ugly the not so ugly. we just we appreciate we it we do appreciate it and we just thank you guys so much for just being on this journey with us as we figure out who we are and our 20 somethings and as we hopefully help and heal those of you who are in your 20-somethings, or even those of you who are not in your 20-somethings, yep. and you still coming back to get a little bit of tea okay. from us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you guys so much, and have a great day. Have a great day. Bye.